is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. And we are back with another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, episode number, I think this we're in the 30s now, Jody. Jody Claypool, my co-host, joining me again. I'm hey, Ryan. Ryan Martin. Uh, we are broadcasting here live from the office suite, and I'm going to call that because this is this is sweet. Here. This is pretty sweet. This is pretty sweet. Broadcasting from the office suite of Winona IT today. Now, the reason why we're, we're here on location is because we're going to be actually talking with the folks of Winona IT. Um, but uh, Jody, I'm looking around. If I could get me some office space like this, um, I'll tell you what. And the thing is, Winona IT in the old for those of us that have been in the area a while, the old REMC building just off of uh, 15 and, and Prairie Street, the corner of uh, 15 and Prairie Street, Buffalo Street and Prairie Street. Uh, I remember when this was the REMC building, and, and what they've done with it in here is uh, is quite impressive, Jody, quite impressive. So uh, so we're happy to be here on site at Wino IT. Jody, why are we here today? Today we are talking to Michael Paul, the CEO of Winona IT. How are you doing, Michael? Doing very well. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're here to uh, we're here to learn a little bit more about Winona IT. I mean, it is kind of like a quiet little building that yeah. you wouldn't know if you yeah. drove by it. Right. Uh, yeah, no fireworks going off the top or anything like that. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff happening in the building. Yeah, right. And 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 they have a good Winona IT has a good section here. And again, I'm looking out at the the office spaces and and what's what's going on here and uh, it, it's an impressive impressive area. So Michael, uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us on site. Uh, this is a beautiful beautiful uh, room that we are in right now. Uh, so much so that we're broadcasting, we're talking podcast here and my son my fourth grade son is over on the other side of the room doing a book report, and, and you wouldn't even know. So um, it just happens to work out that way. Michael, uh, tell us a little bit. Let's get it started here. Tell us a little bit about Winona IT. Let's just introduce everyone to the business first of all, and then we'll just see where this happy dance takes us. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. We, um, we're a startup, so we got started in late 2018, and uh, Winona IT is, a, is an IT consulting and support uh, company, as well as as we're, now we're doing custom software development as well. So those are those are three of our our big areas. We serve um, largely northern Indiana, although we do have customers in Hawaii and Alaska and spread out uh, Texas, Carolinas. Who gets um, to do those service calls? By the way, <laughs> you know, with the time w with the time change, those are not always the best service oh, calls. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Not on, no on-site visits, though, to hook anything up. Not, not typically. No, not typically. Got it. I was going to ask for a job if that was the case. So <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. No problem. Um, as I said, we, we started in 2018. We started with just three or four people. Um, been very, very blessed to, to grow over the last couple of years. We have a team of about 45 people today, um, most of which are in this county, although we do have some remote employees in Ohio, Illinois, uh, Iowa. So, yeah, it's a little bit about us. All right. So you said it's startup. So what, what was the reason? I mean, information services, IT and everything around that is one of the most uh, 
hot and growing industries that, that are out there. But why here? Why, I would say now, but then, why, why here? Why 2018? Yeah, really good question. Um, I, I was actually working at a local business. I had worked um, in, in uh, agriculture for about 10 years, actually. And when I was on the other side of the table, we just could not get the consulting and support help uh, that we wanted. We, you know, we tried a, a couple different options, some local, some remote, and we, we just couldn't find a, a really good fit. And so I thought if we couldn't find a great fit, maybe there's a market for an organization that's willing to take a different look at, at IT. And really how we position ourselves is not a break fix. Hey, you, you know, I've got a printer problem. I, I need it fixed. Although we will do that for our clients, obviously. But we try to position ourselves more as a, as a strategic partner. And uh, we just really couldn't find that. And so we thought there must be a good market for that. So that's, that's interesting. So I, I think the, ma- the most that the audience is going to, most of this audience is going to be able to relate to is the printer thing you just said. Sure, sure. Because everybody has printers and we all run into printer problems. Sure. Let's go a little bit deeper into when you say IT, most people think of IT and they just immediately think of some ethereal goes into the magical cloud. Sure. And then there's super smart people that just kind of do magic. Sure. Break it down so people have a better idea of, of what that looks like. Yeah, really what what we find to be our bread and butter is if we can understand your business, your organization, your mission, vision, um, goals, you know, and we can come alongside with what we know best, which is IT, and I know that is very broad. Mm -hmm. If we can come alongside you with what we know best and develop initiatives that really help you get where you want to go, then... Um, that's just, it's a different realm. It's a different maturity level than just that break fix relationship. So just as one example, um, client of ours really wanted to improve company culture. And so what we did was we came alongside them and developed a way to, to survey their employees, quickly do an analysis of the results and spit out a summary report that their HR and management team could effectively read and, and act upon. And it's just a really quick example of how how we operate a little bit outside of that traditional break fix box. Yeah, that's I, that's a really interesting example too, because that's not at all where <laughs> yeah. I thought IT would play. Absolutely. But, yeah. Okay. So, um, is there? Do you guys have services for people to implement out of the box software and make sure everything kind of jives and connects? We do. We do. We have a team of about twenty to twenty-five um, specialists today that are, are really focused on custom software development. You know, implementation of of various systems. Um, really heavy into product management. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing a whole lot of that. Largely in life sciences and agriculture today. And when you're talking about things like that, are we talking, you know, um, the brick and mortar, I would say, of computer systems, which is the laptop, the computer, the servers, or are we, you know, look, uh, app development seems to be a huge, huge, huge area this way. Are we moving into that too? Definitely both. Okay. Um, so we we uh, definitely you know have a pretty large custom software development offering today, where where we can build something from absolutely scratch. Just take an idea and and actually build it out in in our custom software offering. Or you you alluded to kind of that traditional IT area, computer hardware, and and we're very much in that market as well. Um, you know, in the beginning, when I said we, we try to operate different, we try to operate outside that break fix. Um, we we absolutely will 
we'll do that for our customers. And we do a lot of traditional IT support and, and service as well. We just like to, to broaden our approach and try to cover A to Z. You mentioned, and I'm keen on this because I am the agribusiness partner at Kedco. Um, so you mentioned you came out of agriculture and the two areas that you just talked about on this whole software thing were life sciences and agriculture. How, how is, why not, where's the fit in agriculture? Where are you looking at? And you know, you don't have to tell us who your clients are, but sure, where's sure. the range in agriculture? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's no secret that Winona IT, um, a lot of, of my folks have actually come over from Sylvius Insurance Group mm-hmm. and um, Sylvius Insurance Group has been a great customer of ours. They're the largest ag insurance agency in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a lot of work building quoters for the the insurance the ag insurance industry as well as as um, tools for managing uh, clients and client data um, so we just our roots are deep in, in ag interesting okay so you when you're talking about the type of customer that you engage with it sounds like it's more at the corporate level you're not dealing with individual farmers you're dealing with businesses correct definitely yeah our our um our book of business is is varied though you know we have um we're really passionate about supporting kosciuszko county's not-for-profits and and we we have um at one point half our book of business was just local nonprofits, and and um we still support many of those today down to, you know, not-for-profit with maybe two or three employees all the way up to a large, large enterprise. So we do try to cover everything in between. Oh, let's, let's talk origins, Michael. Yeah. Where are you from? So I actually uh, was born and raised outside of Philadelphia and spent the first 15, 16 years of my life outside of, of Philly in a town called Kennett Square. Mm-hmm. I then moved overseas and got a chance to live in Switzerland for a number of years and during that time, we um, spent our summers in Winona Lake. And so when, when I graduated through high school and decided to move back to the United States, this is just an area that I knew well. And we had developed some friendships here and decided to stick around. All right. So you, you can then bring a, an outside perspective. Kind of, you know, we, we, we talk about in this podcast people's origin stories. And, and the idea is you know, people driving down US 30, what makes them turn the wheel right or left to, to, to check the area out and then maybe put down roots. So, uh, but rather than uh, driving down US 30, uh, you took the route of the, uh, I assume at this point in time, the uh, 777 or 747 jets uh, from Switzerland back over here. Trying, when you built those relationships in the summers here, what, what were the things that drew you to Winona Lake? Yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely um, the, the summer atmosphere here is, is awesome. We, we really enjoyed, very laid back, um, we really enjoyed the village and, and just opportunities um, to really relax. And, and it, was, it was a vacation destination for us. And so uh, we just turned it from a vacation destination into our, our full-time uh, residency. But it, it was really the summers here that um, attracted us and, and kept us kept us around. So talk about then the progression of viewing Winona Lake and, and the greater Warsaw, Kosciuszko County area as a vacation destination to, oh my gosh, this is a great place to put down, not just roots, but business roots. I, I want to put down something yeah. into the business yeah, climate here. This is a really, you bring up a really good point. Yeah. Because I think more and more people now are in the situation where they can take their second home or their vacation mm-hmm. spot yeah. and make it their home. So, yeah, this is a very important question to see what it was that made you make that transition and, and why, why Winona. 
Yeah. So one one of the one of the things that I experienced was coming coming from overseas back into the U.S. I really wanted to attend a small school for for my uh, my my bachelor's degree. So I wanted a small school because I was I was here pretty much by myself. I didn't have family in the area. My parents were overseas. Everybody was was out of town. I had a brother in in Miami, another brother in Virginia. But um, I really wanted to go to a small school. I thought I could be more successful in a small school, and so I attended Grace College. Mm-hmm. My sophomore year at Grace, I, I got an, a great internship that I ended up working at that business for uh, the next ten years. And that, that really set things up for me. I decided to start a business here because I just saw tremendous need in the community. I saw um, that this was a, a great community. People are well-networked. This, this community is unbelievably generous. I mean, I, I, I hear that every now and then, but I'm not sure until you start up a business in, in this uh, community that you really experience how generous it is. People will go out of their way to help you, meet with you, um, local small businesses are doing business together. That's really important. Um, it just is a it's a great opportunity to to get something started, have a lot of grace, yet have a lot of support. And um, really, that that was it for me. So that internship at the company here that turned into a ten year stint. Yeah, was that also a local business or was that one more of a so could you experience the ground up development even in that business absolutely that business started here a number of years ago highly successful has has grown tremendously and and is really involved in the community are we Um, allowed to say the business why are we not saying the business i I was waiting for him to if he didn't want to say it or not oh no that no problem that was so that was sylvia's insurance group yeah Yeah, that was for anybody who isn't aware of sylvia's the sylvia's family right their contribution to the community has been enormous they're they're great people and they they do a great job of helping facilitate the fellowship right of the areas. So. A- absolutely. And they what they gave me was an opportunity to get two educations in parallel, one one at Grace College and one as an intern at their organization. So a lot of what I've established here at Winona IT, I've I've borrowed a lot of aspects of how they run their business. And and there's distinct differences, but there's also uh, a lot of carryover. So talk about yourself a little bit. Um, you know, uh, family and yeah. you know what, give us uh, give us likes and dislikes, and uh, you know what? I'm going to go here too. How much of the county have you explored? You know, you you, you vacationed in Winona, and that turned into your roots. But you know, Kosciuszko County is a big county. Absolutely. Um, so I met my wife at Grace actually, and she she's from Alaska. So I came over from Switzerland. She came from Alaska. We met How here. How many people I, are from Alaska? <laughs> That live in Kosciuszko well, more than you I, think. I know a couple at least. Well, so. we've had we've had uh, Chris Plack. Yeah, right. Yep. He's yep. from Alaska. He's got a great Alaska journey story. Yep. Yeah, and more more than you think. It's yeah. pretty surprising. The, the thing is, though, what's interesting is, I mean, we haven't had very many guests, and I don't know very many people that can talk about. That spread. Yeah, you know, well, I was, you know I'm Switzerland, just, Alaska, yeah. and somehow we met in the middle in. Oh yeah, Winona Lake. What, what yeah. are we sending flyers to Alaska? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I, like, I guess yeah. propaganda. Yeah. Maybe we should talk with the mayor, and uh, and maybe we should just do some flyovers and drop leaflets. And yeah, that's, you know, maybe. <laughs> anyway, continue, Mike. Yeah, so I met I met my wife at at Grace and um, got 
got married shortly after graduation. Um, my wife and I have four children here, and um, it's a just tremendous place to start a family, raise raise kids. We love the school system. Mm-hmm. We love um, just the local community. Um, you know, I, I mentioned we got started here in 2018, uh, been able to just grow our family, grow this business. Uh, everything's headed in a good direction. Um, you know, me personally, I'm, I'm a a huge sports fan. I love Philadelphia sports in particular, Eagles and Sixers. So you've had a rough ride here recently. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Um, you seem so low key for a Philly fan. I, I, know, I know, right? I know. <laughs> not not when Philly's on TV though. Uh, not very low key then. But I uh, love sports. I love the outdoors. So I'm big. I love uh, hunting, hiking, camping, fishing. Really big into that. Um, so. It's it's a nice contrast. I'm an IT consultant by day, and then on the weekend, you know, I'm I'm in a tree stand somewhere uh, in the outdoors, watching the sunrise, and I, I love that contrast. So that's a little bit about me. Okay, but. so I've got to ask, Philly sports fan, you're born and spent uh, your formidable childhood years in Philly. Where do you go to get the best Philly cheesesteak around here? Oh, around oh. here, yeah, yeah, locally. I mean, I mean, I got what? mine, but you know. Wait, you, you, there is a place around here that has Philly oh, cheesesteaks? Oh, the best Philly cheesesteaks around, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to... The has closest to I can come up with is Matt Anthony's. Okay. That's the closest I can come up with, but I, I'm not fully endorsing it either. Uh, Southside Soda Shop, okay. Ocean, Indiana. The best, uh, the guy that no runs way. that is a Philly native, and he okay. makes them the way that they make them in Philly. Southside Soda Shop. Southside Soda Shop. Check out anyways. Now, again, that's Elkhart County. Sorry, we're talking clearly Kosciuszko, but make the journey up to Goshen, Southside Soda Shop. Best Phillies there are. Awesome. So. I'll check it out. Anyway, so go ahead, Jody. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit more. Let's switch gears back to Winona IT. Yeah. So you were talking about um, this journey that you've been on. I mean, you guys are basically recent startup like yeah 2018 as you're going into this growth stage it sounds like yeah you're in a neighborhood that isn't necessarily conducive to it type talent how are you negotiating that yeah so that, that's that's a really good question um a couple of things we've done we've partnered with local universities and we're trying to get people that are, are interested in pursuing an it career we're trying to get them in the doors nice and early so we do have a tremendous it um, internship program here and we're trying to we're trying to invest more time and effort into that bringing in young people giving them a chance to learn just like i had that amazing op- internship opportunity you know it's 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 a passion of mine to give other folks that opportunity so we're we're bringing in students from local universities with IT majors. Um, in addition, you know, we've done a lot of recruiting. We've, we've moved people to the county. Um, in fact, I think we've, we've moved someone from California to the county, which took some convincing, but um, we've done some of that. As of late, we, we have had to hire some remote employees. You know, there's obviously tremendous difference post-COVID from, from what we were doing pre-COVID. Folks, um, the talent pool has expanded for every business and we have hi- hired some remote employees to meet specific needs as well. So IT is a pretty broad bucket. Yeah. What, what kind of skill sets are you recruiting for and looking to develop? Yeah. So one of the hardest, uh, one of the, one of the most in demand skill sets is just going to be your senior level software developers. And uh, really they can work for any major organization and, and they can live anywhere in the United States. Um, and that talent pool is very limited. 
and and it's in super high demand. Now, and, are these are these guys scripters? Are these guys who are writing code? Yeah, they're they're either architecting custom software solutions or they're they're actually developing the solutions. Um, that's that's right. But it takes a background in mathematics, takes a background in computer science. You know, it's it's a um, it's it's a difficult profession and. Um, it's, it's it's hard to recruit, very hard to recruit. What we've been able to recruit locally is is a lot of folks that um, maybe they went to school for finance or they went to school for yeah, let's say accounting as an example, but they're interested in IT. We can bring them in under our support services, and we can we can train them up on on taking those support calls and our support tickets, yeah. and and that's that's a good way to get people in the door on the IT side of things, and then we give them an opportunity here to grow and do, pursue what they want to do. Are there, so I, I come at this from the lens of somebody who's more on a kind of the XR space developer area. So there's buckets of people who have these specific skill sets in developing tools. Right. Is that the same thing on the software side? Do you have do you have people who are kind of generalists, people who would be more on the rendering side and content development side? A- absolutely. Just as one example, we have people that are really gifted in, in software design and user experience. They want, they know what a, what makes a good experience for an individual when they're interacting with the software. And we have people that specialize in, in that. And then we have people that specialize in front-end development, people that specialize in database development, um, everything in between. So it is, it is highly specialized. So talk a little bit about, I and mean, we've talked about the talent piece just a little bit and how you get people here. Um, that is a hurdle. It's a hurdle for everybody in the county. But right. what other hurdles have you encountered or do you see being uh, something that's going to be developing in the years to come that Wy- the challenges that Wynona IT is going to have to or has successfully navigated? That's a really great question. Um, we're, we're faced with a lot of hurdles. One, one is just, I, I feel as a startup, um, leadership team, you know, we, we want to have all the answers. That's just natural. I'm, I'm in a position of influence. I'm CEO. I want to have all the answers. I absolutely don't have all the answers. So one of the biggest challenges is there isn't a guide out there. There isn't a book. There isn't a course or an education I can take and, and become a startup IT consulting uh, expert, you know. So we're, we're navigating this startup and we're navigating what it means to to run a business um, sustainably and and effectively, and we're we're learning that while we're managing forty five employees and and a significant client list, and and it's difficult. It's difficult, but it's very enjoyable too. It's 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 something that um, you know I'm really passionate about learning alongside my team. So are you writing that book so the next guy can just <laughs> yeah, start up IT for dummies? Well, it would have about one chapter right now that would say fail and fail often and learn from your mistakes. But eventually, maybe I'll write that book. It'll be a long time from now. Yeah. Maybe it'll come out of fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about you know, that employee that you recruited to come here from California. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, yeah, and this is important, right? Because this is, this is such a different... Uh, service offering for this neighborhood. This neighborhood is farming, uh-huh. lakes, yeah, right. and ortho, right? So everything's very physical, tangible, and that represents an entire uh, uh, cadre of skill sets, but also a, a set uh, income level. And so when you're dealing with this new service offering, 
I mean, what's, what's that look like relative to what this neighborhood's used to? You know, that, that's a great question. And actually, I'll go back uh, mm-hmm. to, to your question. I about, think they go hand in they hand. Do, so, they yeah. do. They you, do. You talked about challenges. A challenge that we are facing right now is compensation. I mean, it is a major challenge. We're, we're interviewing with folks that are right out of school, and we have seen thirty, forty, you know, $70,000 signing bonuses. And they're, oh. they're, they're right out of school. And it's stuff you hear in the news and you think, I'm not going to run into that or that doesn't apply to Warsaw or, you know, I won't see that. And then you see it and you think, is, is this the future that I'm going to have to fork that kind of money out uh, for, for some of these folks? We're seeing some of that. We're able to navigate most of it. We're blessed to, to be able to, um, I think, offer world-class benefits and, and compensation today. Um, however, you know, that, that's a major challenge and we're, we're seeing some of that inflation that's being talked about and, and, um, it, it is, it is going to pose a challenge for us for sure. So how to give me a, give me a snapshot of the type of headwinds you foresee for this industry. Cause it's, it could very well be, um, I don't want to, I want to get a sense of how that relates to the headwinds that people are seeing for gas and food mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what is it different is it the same yeah so if I, if I understand you correctly what are what are just what are some of these trends we're seeing that are going to be problematic for it specifically for that skill yeah. set yeah well i i read an article just a couple of weeks ago where facebook came out and said hey our top level software engineer um we're we're adjusting the ceiling and and the salary is now seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. you know when we see stuff like that we know we can't compete with Facebook. From we, what? From what? See, it was like 500000 now it's 700000 You know, I, I don't recall exactly. That sounds about right. Yeah, um, so that's a huge leap percentage-wise. It, it is, absolutely. Yeah. And, and what we try to do here is we're very, very, we're very sold on offering a completely different environment and culture. Mm. And so we know we're not going to offer a $750,000 salary. We do know that we're going to invest in our, our folks. We're going to invest in them as, as individuals. We're going to give them the best culture, culture of, of feedback, improvement, um, supporting them. And, and we're going to do the best we can culturally to bring in some of that talent that is, is honestly very tempted to go that Facebook route, but also doesn't want to be a part of Facebook culture. And... So far, that has, has been successful for us. Now, that's on the talent acquisition and bring them inside. Yeah. If you turn the page, the next page of that book is talent retention. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, the, yeah. those same headwinds are going to affect talent retention. Yeah, because you bring somebody in the door, you train them, they become magnitudes more valuable. Absolutely. So we, we, have, a, um, we have a stat that we keep track of called, um, we used to call it unplanned attrition, but I think we're calling it unplanned employee um, exits or, or something of that nature. But it's, it's the folks that say, hey, here's my two weeks. You know, we, we, have, a, um, we have a younger guy on the team who he wants to go back to school. We're, we're not counting that as a negative statistic. We want to support them going back to school. We have been very successful in, in really minimizing those unplanned exits. We, we are um, in the top 10% of the industry losing just maybe one person a year right now, which is, is phenomenal. We attribute that to treating employees with respect. Again, that, that culture um, that we're, we're really trying to work on really hard. 
And then, you know, I think we do offer fair compensation and, and benefits, and those are really important as well. So we do track that, and so far we're doing very well. What's the, uh, what's the compensation relative to the level of discretionary spending in the area? Is that, is that an attractive uh, contrast? Sure. You, so cost of living being relatively low. And, yeah, right. And it, I think it is. I think in that example of, of California, uh, individual from California moving over here, I think their cost of living is probably half, you know, if not, if not much less than that. And, and that is very attractive. Um, a fear of mine is that cost of living is going to increase here soon as well. Um, but I'm, I'm trying not to worry about those factors that are completely outside of our control. There's sure. plenty to worry about inside our control. Sure. Well, it could work into your favor, too. It could. Yeah, because if inflation, even though it's going up crazy, goes up less than the inflation in your, in your particular industry. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's go back to you in the deer stand. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know more. I'm meeting the uh, mild alter ego of, of some guy. <laughs> so... Um, Best hunting spot in the state, in the county, northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast. Oh, and don't give up and your what spot kind of, because no, you know somebody's going to join. What go, kind so. of hunting? Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I love deer. Deer hunting is my favorite. So um, I was really blessed. I actually, unfortunately, not Kosciuszko County, but but this year, I took. Um, a, That's a, a safe answer, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely not in this. Area. No, no, it's not here at all. <laughs> I do, I do hunt Kosciuszko County. I also hunt uh, south a little bit, and I was able to take uh, a buck this year that made the record books, and it actually made Miami County number three all time. Woo! Wow! I was, really, I was really happy about that. Congratulations! Well, you, you know, I have to share this story because it just happened the other day. I was out at, uh, I was out in the southern part of the county. Um, I was, uh, I had borrowed a trailer from uh, from a guy a farm down in the southern part of the county and evidently somebody has a little bit of extra money to 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 be pulling practical jokes because somebody came by in the morning sometime between a window between 9 30 a.m and noon the time that i picked up the trailer and left and put a antlerless moose mount a moose head tacked to a telephone pole down in uh, down in Clay Township, uh, wow. so that, it was uh, quite quite. Have you done anything like that? Have you ever just got that <laughs> that record mount? Are you going to just tack it to a telephone pole someday? Yeah. Or? I, I will not. I will guard <laughs> and protect that mount. <laughs> That's funny. Oh shoot! Do you um, use any local processors? Yeah, processors. I do. I do. I use a gentleman in in Silver Lake, uh, Denny Denny Farms, right off 15, and they do they do a phenomenal job. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, how are how is their uh, jalapeno cheddar snack stick? Very that's good. Like, that's like a go-to, right? Everybody's got to have plenty of that. It is. I, I have plenty of that, and it's they do a great job. Really good. What's the family like to do? I mean, you sit out in a deer stand, so the family has to find their own way. So what's up? <laughs> yeah, we we love to travel together. Um, you know, they're they're big on on sports. My kids are in gymnastics and and dance and basketball and all kinds of sports and and. Um, yeah, they they're into a bit of everything. Good deal. So good deal. Um, as we kind of wind down, the thirty minutes have flown flown by here yeah, today. Yeah. Um, just we'll, we'll go to the signature question first, and we don't need to finish with this, Jody. But we'll just throw it out there. You know what's coming. I warned you about it when you talked to me the other day. Uh, this is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, and we ask all of our guests, "What does Clearly Kosciuszko then, or therefore, mean to you?" You know, Kosciuszko, I think is it's just an incredible county for networking. I talked about the generosity, people willing to give time, people willing to 
support you. And I, to me, I think really what that means is it means really this is kind of like a family. Not kind of, it really is a family. There's, there's um, a lot of people, there's coaches, there's, there's experts in the area that are willing to sit down and really help you out. Absolutely no doubt, if I didn't have a ton of help, we wouldn't be experiencing you know, the growth and success that we've been able to experience this far. And um, I, I just, I look at it as an amazing place to be supported and, and start something and be successful. And I, I think that's a great answer and that one that parlays into the next question. So what would you tell another small business startup person who's maybe not even reached that startup phase, but they're just thinking about it. I've got, I've got the idea. Yeah. You know, the, the community is giving, it's generous. You found support from all over, but did that support find you or did you have to seek it out? And what would you tell somebody then if they have to seek it out, where do they got to go look? Really good questions there. So I would tell someone who's contemplating uh, starting a business or, or maybe they, they've got one started, maybe they're just just themselves, um, take some risk. You know, and I know it's cliche. I know um, people hear that all the time and, and it's a bit cliche at this point, but take some risk and, and it, it will pay off. Maybe not right away, maybe not in the exact way that you anticipated, but take some risk don't be afraid to grow, challenge yourself, and and um, things will work out most of the time. I also think as far as getting the help, you, you do have to seek it out. There's a lot of local entrepreneurs. There's a lot of local successful business owners that are more than happy to meet with you, more than happy to give expertise. SCORE is a local free service to, to help coach startups and entrepreneurs. Um, there's a number of certified business coaches in the area that you can hire that will walk alongside you. And, and, you know, they, they know the the pitfalls, they know the traps, they know what to avoid and, and why reinvent that wheel when you can have someone walk alongside you and, and save you a lot of time, frankly. And time is, is really critical when you're an entrepreneur. Okay. So three, three things. <clears throat> One, uh, shout outs. So you were talking about people who, have helped you and supported you in this journey. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to do a shout out okay. to all those people. Uh, two, um, you're in the you're in the stage of requesting something, support, uh, recruitment, talent. What is what is that? What is it that you're looking for? What what do you want the community to know that you're looking for? And three, um, where are you guys headed? Any any new things that you want to promote? Out. Shout out, to, or not shout out, to, uh, to uh, promote yeah. to the community. I love, I love um, all three of those opportunities. So the first one is, I can't possibly list the people that have really helped me out. It's, it's a long list. And, you know, I think it's important that entrepreneurs not be afraid to ask for help or say, hey, I can't do this by myself. So I just want to reiterate that. Lot, lots of local people. Um, I have a, an executive coach, Will Ditzler, and, and he has helped me out tremendously. Um, over the past couple of years, he's helping us stay focused. That's the thing. Entrepreneurs like to jump around. They like to get an idea 80% and then on to the next. I'm definitely that way. So an executive coach that's even just keeping me, helping, helping me stay focused has been huge. So I really want to give a shout out. My, my wife and, and 
family that have had to sacrifice a tremendous amount with you know this this startup, and it's been a major time consumer, and it's been very difficult. Um, they they deserve a lot of shout outs. Um, honestly, there's a ton of people, and and uh, lots of names are coming to mind. But again, I just want to emphasize to entrepreneurs out there that you don't have all the answers. You're not perfect. Um, there's a temptation to try to be the person that knows everything, but but fight against that and seek out guidance. That's that's critical. Um, I'm going to forget your other two questions here. Uh, talent. So, uh, what are you looking for? We're looking for people that are assertive team players, and that's that's we're willing to look at any resume, whether we have a job posting or not. We're willing to look at any resume of someone who can can be assertive and be a team player. And ultimately, we feel like assertive team players are collaborators. And that's, that's ultimately what we're looking for from, from the team. The third thing was um, new services. Yeah, new services, yeah. promotions to the community. So really what we're, what we're focusing right now is we're focusing on growing our custom software development offering. So we have a, we have a really strong team of developers. And um, we were looking to uh, find new opportunities to, to dive deeper into that space. And um, it's it's a really our newest offering, and um, we're we're getting started. We've we've done a lot of great work so far, but we a lot of uh, a lot of potential there. Fantastic. All right. Well, this has been a great ride. We uh, we we are going to have to wrap it up here. But Michael, I, I appreciate you being on and, and hosting us here. Yeah. We look forward maybe to some more opportunities to do some things like that in here. Uh, Jody, I appreciate you coming on again as you always do. And until next time, folks, you're listening to the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. The list goes on and on. It's out there. It's on the Kedco website, probably even the Facebook page. So make sure you find it, listen to it, tell your friends. Until next time, I'm Ryan Martin. He's Jody Claypool. And this is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.